0: Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark, you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan, you can also find me on social media at no Clutch Nate. And today on Man of Steel, we're covering Minute 96 of Man of Steel. Uh, the minute starts with Colonel Hardy uh, directing his men to engage all targets. And then the minute ends with Faora single-handedly destroying those very men. So it doesn't seem to work out for them. Um, when they said, it, uh, when Colonel Hardy directs them to engage all those targets, the men kind of questioned, well, what about the guy in blue? Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why, why the guy in blue? Why not just like guy with the red cape or
1: just a guy in the cape? Well, he's got mostly blue on. So, I mean, it's probably a more easy indication red is more of a standout color so i guess like yeah I, I, I probably would have said what about the guy in the cape i would have said that or But the guy in blue
0: the big boy in blue i don't know see that's what i'm saying is that like a reference big yeah. blue yeah i've you call uh, him the guy in blue because it's it, that's like um what do you say there's like i don't know i feel like a lot of super superheroes have like that kind of you know yeah cape crusader dark knight kind of kind of mm-hmm. deal like that kind of that kind yeah, of thing. I'm trying to think
1: of other ones, or um, you know, what about the guy that can fly? Scarlet Speedster. There you go. That's another. Yeah, one. like that. Perfect. Um, big Blue is often re- uh, a um, used to the big green to- guy.
0: <laughs> That's one
1: for hulk yeah yeah
0: the big green guy yeah
1: big blue is used for superman i've heard that before so Um, is
0: that what that is like an easter egg of like the guy in blue
1: probably to be honest with you i've never thought about that until you're talking about it right now (laughs) so but i mean now that i'm thinking about it i do remember them saying you know big blue oh he's 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 that guy watch out for big blue he'll come for you
0: yeah huh that's just a thought i definitely would say the guy with the cape because the other ones don't have it and they're Mm -hmm. also in black yeah um so those are my thoughts there. So, you know, the Choppers, they come in and kind of catches all the Kryptonians' attention uh, just because they're about to rain down on them? Or Yeah, I
1: mean, it's like when you're just like in a regular... <laughs>
0: when it's you're in a like... regular battle. Yeah. Smallville, <laughs> and you find yourself in one of those. It's...
1: Yeah, it's like we're it's... sitting on a couch talking about Superman. When we're, do... when we're normally in battle and there's a ship coming, we usually direct all our attention to it. Yeah. <laughs> So, but, yeah, that's, that's normally a thing I, I feel like when, you know, a helicopter's coming, it's, it's like, considered, like, a gunship. So it's like, oh, watch out there. Now there's air attacks. So we got <laughs> two fronts fighting on, ground and air kind of
0: deal. Yeah. And then, you know, so it catches Feor's attention for sure. Uh, and then they just start raining down on them. You know, they, they you know, fire at will kind of situation. It's just raining down on all three Kryptonians. Yeah. And I like that kind of, like, That one little headshot. The headshot on on Cal? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little ping right on the head. Sends the head like reeling back. Cool little effect. Uh, I like that versus like kind of standing. I don't know.
1: I wonder if this is the first time he's ever been fired upon. Like in all of his life? Yeah. Or yeah. Because if we think, I mean, there are stories where there's one sitting right in front of you where there's the Superman American Alien where he does get shot when he's a kid and his powers aren't fully developed so it does pierce his skin and it like it oh, kind of really? is, yeah it's really cool if you want to flip over that book i think he gets hit with like a shotgun and like his but eye but as a kid as like a young teenager like uh. a 13 year old kid kind of 13 like like saving the bus clark he gets shot mm. like like point blank with a shotgun in his eye and i remember like he survived but it like it still cut him up so i wonder if if we're to assume that this version of smallville clark kent would use his powers and everybody just kind of turns away to it. Like, Oh yeah, that's just, you know, weird stuff happens in the Kent family. Mm-hmm. I wonder if anybody has ever raised a gun to him or if this is the first time he's ever faced gunfire. He get hit. I mean, like he got hit in the head. Like he, like he almost like didn't one didn't expect it. And two didn't really know what to do once they started shooting at him. I feel like that one headshot made him be like, Oh, I can survive this. And then later on we see them not even paying attention to the gunfire.
0: Yeah. I. But it's also the force of the, those those rounds. Oh yeah, him. I'm sure. um I just like it better than if they just stood there and it was just kind of pinging off of them.
1: Yeah, but like he didn't brace himself at all. Like he just like looked
0: up, got hit, threw his head back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe he he wasn't uh, expecting them to shoot at him, or maybe maybe just not expecting to shoot in general. Yeah. So, but the only one who kind of has a plan against that is NaMeK. Who picks up a U-Haul truck, which I guess is product, product placement, oh, yeah. and then throws it at Hardy, which <laughs> it kind of has like this tragic music behind it, uh, yeah. and I don't know um, if we as the audience are supposed to feel something for this chopper or I think so. Is it just supposed to be like, uh, oh, bad <laughs> guys are winning because now they're hurting humans, <laughs> just like which is, change on the playing yeah. field? Yeah, um,
1: I think it's supposed to like start to transition into the humans in peril humans in peril and superman going to save them because immediately Mm -hmm. he jumps into action when that guy when you know it hits the chopper guy falls out and that music is still playing through him saving that guy so i think it's supposed to like change the tone of instead of just all fighting 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 kryptonian Kryptonian. it's oh i need to switch gears and look at these civilians that are in trouble so i need to save
0: them which you know the music also changes tone once he grabs that guy once Uh he's able to save him it goes back yeah and then you know after you know so he saves the the guy whose last name is young but i couldn't find any record about the the character or the actor who played him so um but he so he rescues him he asks him if he's all right so amidst the entire battle like just wanted to make sure that that guy's all right yeah um and then the music changes again because they're interrupted by namek who is still in the fight mm-hmm. there's still a battle going on um just decks him shows some little noviceness in Superman, but it also shows his compassion to care about humans, yeah, so it's a really important uh, moment, uh, even though it kind of gets turned against him because then Namik comes in swinging and stuff like that. I wonder how hard he threw that one soldier down to get him out of the way of like one his flying body
1: after getting hit by Namik. but like he you know, he he pushed him to the side. He like threw him down to the ground when he was going for his gun and stuff like that. But like, I feel, I just always feel like Superman, whenever he's especially novice Superman, whenever he's like in the moment, he, uh, novice Superman doesn't necessarily know how to control his strength. So like, what if that guy just like got slammed to the ground and like <laughs> asphalt broke underneath him and like he's just crushed and dead? That'd be uh, so messed up. Yeah. So like, I mean, that that'd be that'd be messed up, but. I don't know. I, I was always curious of how hard that guy was, was thrown out of the way.
0: I mean, it's a lot better than what Namek would have done to him. Oh, yeah, for sure. That guy would, I mean, we just saw that guy crush skulls from yeah. a pilot, so. It <laughs> like pops people. It's insane. It's <laughs> yeah, literally a Kryptonian Bane. Yeah. Ge- um, Gears of War headshot. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so, you know, Young falls out of the chopper, and then the chopper itself starts to go down and the way that this chopper crashes i don't know if it's they got a real chopper to crash i don't know if it's an animation i don't know if it's a miniature uh it could be a miniature but so they do get this chopper to kind of crash and you can tell like uh the higher it is it's more probably cgi yeah but as it actually crashes on the ground very very believable it could be I, you know, it's got me thinking if it's real or not. I think most people would be like, Oh, and it's actually crashing on the ground. That's CGI. Cause how can you replicate something like that? Where it's like spinning on its side. So it crashes n- not normally. And yeah. then like the blades are hitting the ground like at a pace that it just breaks the blades apart. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, very realistic way of a chopper crashing to the point where, you know, I don't know if it's a real chopper that they got to crash or whatever. Um, but yeah, so that's how Guardian goes down. They they do mention Guardian again uh, a little more often this time, I guess. For now on in the film, his name is Guardian. Code name, field name, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Code name, so. Um, and that's that's Colonel Nathan Hardy, right? That is, yeah, cool. Um, did you have anything about that before we? Yeah, I'm
1: not sure. I don't think we brought it up in earlier minutes when they first called him Guardian, but obviously Guardian is referenced to the other uh D C comic superhero Guardian, who is portrayed by three different characters uh throughout the timeline of history. Um, first one being for first and foremost, we are normally used to the Jim Harper version of Guardian, who was, you know, kinda Silver Age um hero in uh he he was a police officer for Metropolis. And um I thought it was kind of cool. I guess it, this is the, the relation of Superman. Um, Guardian was typically, like, the hero out of the Suicide Slum neighborhood, which is the same neighborhood that Cal eventually lives in when he lives in Metropolis. So
0: That's what it's called? Suicide Slum? Suicide Slum, yeah.
1: I remember we I, I brought it up a few episodes ago. I don't know how many weeks ago or whatever it was, but I couldn't remember the name of the neighborhood that he lives in. You know, like, there's Crime Alley or yeah. yada yada. But Suicide Slum is, is the one that... Um, clark goes to move to uh in metropolis so i think that's the connection between guardian and superman in this um but hey it's all kind of an open book right now um we do we do get two other characters that take up the guardian mantle um that's mal duncan who i think was more popularized in the young justice uh animated series mm-hmm. and then um jake jordan i believe is what his name was uh so that's they don't, the one that grant morrison created
0: they don't use guardian in like today's comics with like nathan hardy and stuff i'm not entirely sure about today's comics and the use
1: of guardian um i don't know if he's shown up recently i can't remember uh he's kind of one of those characters that i never really paid attention to so if he's out there someone please shout it out Mm -hmm. (laughs) if it is nathan hardy that'd be cool um if it's not it probably isn't because it still has that whole jim harper yeah you know roy harper clone kind of kind of jazz to it so
0: Hmm. That's I don't cool. Know.
1: I think Nathan Hardy was just solely created for the Man of Steel and then killed off.
0: Yeah, but then it tends to influence like comics after that. Oh know? yeah, no doubt. Kinda like, like I feel like General Zod and definitely Fayora. Mm-hmm. The way they're represented, represented in <laughs> represented, Represented in comics nowadays is is, you know, very influenced by Man of Steel now. Fayora most
1: definitely. Zod, uh it could go either way. Um but yeah, like uh, a a better example would probably be the change of costume for Aquaman, how they made him more of the uh, Zack Snyder version. He's still a blondie and everything, but he's got like the the tattoos. Yeah, and like,
0: the... in Injustice, he has tattoos. Yeah, exactly. So, tattoo. so they're trying to form it more towards that. Hmm. Hmm. Um. After yeah, so after the chopper goes down, they're kind of the North Commons kind of trying to communicate with guardian and make sure it's still okay um the scene changes back to Feora, who turns her attention she's staring at the chopper that just went down with guardian and then pans with the camera and it shows the, the the military men that are on foot now so her gaze is changing yeah now she's more interested in taking off uh picking off these these helpless men in my opinion well i mean they're, <laughs> they're
1: still firing upon her so yeah
0: and she's had enough of this annoyance, so she kind of suits up a bit. Her helmet comes up with almost like a, a face protector or yeah. a mask, a helmet on top of her helmet, and then just jumps in. Jumps in, like does like a really cool just straight-up vertical leap, lands right among them, mm-hmm. kind of analyzes the situation as they're firing at her, and then just decides, all right, time to take everyone out. And yeah. Just goes ape shit over these people
1: i wonder if it's a normal thing for them especially like if the kryptonians um that were like invading other planets or like went to war or what have you the other warrior guilds and i this is probably just because it's you know under the yellow sun and they're all having powers and stuff how often do you think that the enemy of the kryptonians weapons were of little effectiveness to them so is this the first time favor is like These weapons aren't even doing anything to me. I'm just going to jump right in the middle of these guys and destroy them. I
0: I would think so. I would think that because they're they're armored up, you know? Yeah. Because we see later on in the movie, spoiler alert, when General Zod takes off his armor, he doesn't need it. Yeah. But they've never been in a situation where they didn't need armor. And it's like she – there has to be something in her that's like, damn, these these bullets aren't doing anything. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. And just with that amount of joy, you're like, damn, I can crush these people. Uh Uh-huh. So now that's a good question about Namek cuz Namek is a is a brute. So what I mean, wonder if they ever been able to just let that kind of guy out and about. Hmm. Maybe i not see him using weapons.
1: No. So maybe he is just like a berserker, but like again, I think this is obviously it's the first time they've all been under a yellow sun. So mm-hmm. they haven't had like the strength available to them yet. So I don't I don't know. I'm, I was just curious to see if like Feyora herself has ever been in a battle where she can do just this or if this is like the peak of like what she can do. This is just, you know, ants on a, in a, in a magnifying glass. Like she can just destroy everything. Pretty
0: much. It's like, yeah. Cause you know, the day you find out about a magnifying glass in the sun, <laughs> then you go out and test it. Cause it yeah. It brings you a lot of joy. <laughs> it's that God complex Mark. It is. That's, that's what's happening. Brings you a lot of joy. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, then that's where it ends right there. And that's all I have for this one.
1: Uh yeah, I think I think that's all said. We just it's just a lot of action from uh from most of these minutes, so we're gonna get into the thick of it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, besides that, I mean it it was good to see uh Superman do something heroic um, amongst the battle and kinda of do that. Um, so you save someone. I think that's a big thing to take away. Besides I think the guy in blue is a subtle reference. In my opinion, the guy t- to
1: just Superman in general or just in, yeah, it's a subtle reference to an to, Easter egg.
0: Yeah, just being called the guy in blue, in my opinion, something to that. But besides that, I think technically the chopper falling on the ground was one of the big like technically that's one of the coolest things that happened in the minute. And then, you know, yeah, philosophy is Superman saving the guy in the chopper. Um, but that's all I had yeah no I'm, I think that's we can wrap it up it's all good yeah. alrighty alrighty guys we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today if you enjoyed everything you heard don't forget to check us out on iTunes you can also check us out on all social media at EU Minute and we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute